Welcome to Southpaws, episode 513, Amazing Hole Ahead. I'm your gamer overlord, Saverin of the Screaming Voice. <laughs> and joining me this week is Fuzz, Keeper of the Scrolls of Pornography, and Ajax, Father Slayer, or Father Lair. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, welcome. We're a gaming podcast now, just so you know. Oh, no. 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 Sorry, Fuzz. That's why we have Ajax here, because he's partly, he's part gamer. He's part gamer American. Yeah, one I'm of my a, dads was. And I'm a recovered gamer American. <laughs> Damn it. Well, boyfriends now, but whatever. <laughs> Just like in your stories. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes so... your dreams do come true. <laughs> Before we get canceled, though, hey. Uh, it's been another week. Shiva isn't joining us today because obviously we're now... Uh, <laughs> Two weeks. Oh, it's not just that. <laughs> Two weeks to Fiesta. So Shiva won't be joining us until after yeah. the con is over with. Um, I don't know if how our days will go. But uh, also, Shiva had a 17-hour workday today. Oh. Because yeah. apparently someone pushed a software patch on Friday at 5 o'clock. Ooh. So she's been working all day on a, on a Saturday. Yeah, it's fucked up. like... Or, or was that last That night? was yesterday. That was but yesterday, I mean, yeah. Still. But still, that's fucked up. Yeah, so... My day was super long yesterday, too, so we didn't get together then either. Right. But we're here. It's us three. I'm back from Weatherford, so that's nice. Woo! Um, and we're still surviving in a world that was speedrunning the 20th century. Yeah. I saw a tweet the other day. Someone was like... When, when I heard about history repeating, I didn't expect all of the 20th century in two years. This is like the greatest <laughs> hits, you know, so the fucking records they sell on, you know, late night TV. Yeah. Through yeah. easy payments of nine ninety five plus shipping and handling. Here's the greatest hits of the 20th century. Pandemic. World War One, The Great Depression. World War Two, The baby boomers come around. God damn it. I mean, there's the probably going to be a pandemic baby boom. MK Ultra. <laughs> Ronald Reagan comes back from the grave. Kill him again. You know what's interesting is I don't know how the population will go because there was actually a study that came out recently that said that, yeah, America's birth rate decline is continuing. And I'm like, good. Yeah, but Let when, die. when did they stop taking that data? Was that data from 2019? Was that data from 2020? Like, there's a lot that can happen in a year. I mean, oh, yeah. birth data is continually taken. So, like, they have that information year over year continually because every kid born in a hospital is, like, reported to the government as, hey, here's a birth certificate. Issue those little booger uh, social security number. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they call it notification of potential future soldier. Yeah, way things are going. Who knows if we'll need them? If this if this child survives COVID, they will be fighting for America in eighteen years with uh, one of their fake lungs. Yeah, that gets DRM'd while they're on the battlefield. Oh, sorry, your eyes got end of uh, end of service life. We're going to remotely shut them down. But it can't connect to the Wi-Fi. Well, that actually happened. The iFi. Ah. But did you hear that story, Fuzz? <clears throat> 
Yeah, yeah, what was it like a pacemaker or something? It, well, or was it? Oh, oh, okay. But it was some like augmented vision thing that the mm. company went out of business and therefore didn't support it anymore. Mm. And so they just shut off this, these sensor things that people have like had bolted to their skulls. Maybe not wow. bolted so much, but like it interfaced and gave them blo- it, blobby it, vision. It, it interfaced directly with the optic nerve. I it guess. went into their brain. Yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> congratulations, you've got a chunk of plastic and metal on your head that doesn't work anymore and the story was real fucked up because the person was like in the subway they Mm -hmm. were getting on a train in the subway and then everything turned off yep what the fuck yeah it's like like they give them like a like notice and shit they just servers down man yeah man i don't know so that's that's our fantastic nightmare future that we have to wait but you know here in the moment well well we're not dead yet we've got furry fiesta coming up in two weeks that's exciting right Fiesta. We've got new Fiesta. books. There's a, a new thing from Scapo that you got there, Fuzz. And mm-hmm. I've been prepping for the tournaments, and Kalos has been doing the hard work on that. Though Capcom threw us a fucking curveball. Well, yeah. not just us, but everybody. everybody. Did you hear about that? No. Okay, so this is dumb as hell. Because we are going to talk a lot of gaming shit, because like you don't want to hear our international political opinions, because we're all dumbasses that don't know shit other than, hey, you know, Ukraine's obviously the, the victim and the good guy in this situation, and I hope they keep blowing up more planes. And stealing more tanks. Yep. You don't um, have to claim those on your taxes. I know. Yeah. You know, the, the Ukrainian farmy is going to be the third most powerful army in the world by the end of this. Well, I mean, a tank is basically just a giant tractor. Yeah, they already have so many. You know. <laughs> they just attach the fucking equipment to the back and just drag that plow through the field with the fucking Russian tank. You know, it's actually really possible. It's just the problem is, is the tread would really tear up the, yeah. the soil. Mm. But you know... There's a lot of applications where you could use a tank as farm equipment. There's a rock in the way, just load a mortar shell in it and just fucking blow up the rock. (laughs) You need a new stock pond? There you go. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of, you know, when when you have a cannon, everything looks like a mortar target. Oh, it's it's time to slaughter the cannon. (laughs) (laughs) It'll even come down cooked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not advocating shooting live cows. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, yeah we had you shooting cows. Yeah, um, no, Capcom, Capcom, killing their cash cow, really. There mm-hmm. we go, I bend it back around. Okay, Capcom decided that at, after the end of the Capcom Cup, where they revealed a extremely wide Ryu for Street Fighter Six, they were like, hey, if you're going to run a tournament, you have to go by these rules. And a lot of them are like code of conduct stuff, where it's like, hey, you know, we can't have profanity on if it's on stream we don't want this associated with our stuff we want you know no slurs I mean, you know that's fine that's good mm-hmm. um, but the other stuff is that like if you're a tournament organizer you can't have more than two thousand dollars in your prize pool per event and you have to be under ten thousand dollars in an entire year which for people that run weekly tournaments where the match arena gets up to three hundred four hundred dollars some weeks because there's a bunch of competitors and people donate via the internet they're gonna hit that even if they're like a lightly attended, you know, 30 people join every year, every week, pay 10 bucks. Well, guess what? You're going to hit that well before the end of the year. And then they're like, oh, well, if you exceed the $10,000, you have to sign up for a, an esports license. And they're like, you need to start kicking money back our way. And basically people are going, hey, Capcom, go fuck yourself. But that also affects me because we're running a more traditional tournament 
stylish year. And so basically, if you're doing this, they want to know. And mm-hmm. we're like, but we don't want to let you know. We're just a small event that runs once a year, maybe twice a year, if we start getting real ambitious with Siesta. Like, there are other fighting games. Yeah, like... That basically seems to be the the video gaming fighting game community's opinion, is that there are a lot of other fighting games. There was another con you said just decided, well, we're just going to do a a tournament on this game instead. Yeah, and that's probably what we're going to do, because we're going to... Which sucks, because you've already paid for all the licenses, you spend all the time updating all the software, installing it on how many... Different consoles. Um, I I have I think four consoles with Street Fighter Five. One of them mine, and I have the PS4 in my possession. I'm doing the upgrade dance for all of them right now. Yeah, but that does mean I'm gonna have to buy some more copy some copies of King of Fighters 15 because yeah, we're not gonna run Street Fighter Five, even though I spent like 150 200 dollars on this software to how, be how, all about. Do you know how much the the license? I don't know, but it's not something we want to fuck with because no other company does this nonsense. Yeah, it's yeah. You don't want to encourage the bastards. It's like like I heard Nickelodeon had a fighting game. You could just play that if you wanted to get real. You know, and the thing is, it is in this this month's humble bundle. Really, um, the humble monthly. So Mm. you play Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl, and it's their weird um, Smash Brothers knockoff. So we're gonna we could do that. Yeah, Yeah. you know, I want to see somebody maining Zim fight (laughs) SpongeBob. I guess. I don't know. Oh my like, god. There's lots of furries in it too. Zim versus Hologram Janeway from Prodigy. Yeah. Oh my god. That's... Because that's also a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> that's totally possible because it'd be Paramount. So I like, mean, yeah. they added Garfield. They added Shredder. I mean, it's... Oh my god. I want to see Garfield v. Shredder. Claws on claws. Shredder. There was the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles show that aired for a while there. So. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's a weird mishmash. And then, of course, Warner Brothers is doing another thing. And there's oh, also a smash that hot kitsune girl, Ninjara. From Alaplex? From Ninja Turtles? No, there was... Alapex? There's, yes, there's Alaplex, but then there's another fo- Redford Fox character. So. Oh. You know, why don't they just get Usagi Jimbo? You know, he was in Ninja Turtles. Hmm. That's right, yeah. But then they have to pay, you know, Stan Sakai's estate or him he's and you know, well you could have ice tea i think he's still alive i yeah i'm pretty sure stan is still alive <laughs> like ice tea wasn't one of the uh no vanilla ice was in one of the turtle movies yeah yeah but that was pre-nickelodeon they're not yeah. gonna go with that well, was plus he became, he became kind of a shit so yeah he was born in 53 he's only 68 okay so, so and I- like he should be raking it in pretty soon because aren't they doing a, a netflix show of um Usagi? I don't know. The the TLDR on the gaming thing is just like, yeah, we'll have Street Fighter Five people to play, but we're not going to run a tournament because there's a million other things. Yeah. Like, I can name off, like, Mortal Kombat 11, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Guilty Gear Strive, King of Fighters 15, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, the new one, Samurai Showdown, all the old ones. <laughs> uh, Capcom just put out a collection that has, like, all the uh, Darkstalkers games. So you can have Felicia versus... So well, it's Capcom that you're not dealing with. But right? it's only for Street Fighter V. They singled out a They a singled out game? Street Fighter V and then Street Fighter VI, but if you're running old shit like Third Strike or whatever, they don't seem to care. It's because... It's Are the they con- really hot in the furry guy- fighting game I mean, community? Capcom was basically the progenitor of the fighting game as a genre. Mm-hmm. But they're far from the only game in town anymore. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, are Street Fighter Five and Six actually like the big have been the big hotness in that community? I mean, 
it used to be the premiere thing, but five was not as popular as four was. Yeah. And with six, at least a year off, and then them pulling this stuff, so causing a bunch of tournament organizers to just drop Street Fighter Five entirely at the moment. Yeah, like they're really shooting. Like, has six come out yet? No, it doesn't come well, out for like a year. That they're really shooting six's sales into foot. And if like it's not going to be, if tournament organizers are not going to pay the license and run Street Fighter Six in tournaments, then really avid gamers who are into this and, and participate in the tournaments aren't going to buy those that game for themselves because why the fuck bother yeah. if you're not going to be going to a tournament? Namco's Tekken 7, they're just like, oh, hell yeah, here, have tournament. That's cool. Like, the way I see it is, like, these tournaments and stuff and a community built around your property really just seems like free advertising for the product that you're selling. Yeah. They're probably salty they can't get microtransactions for it. I mean, that's the thing. They literally put ads in their game. As in, like, when there's a loading screen, they will show a, hey, get the new character coming soon, or hey, play this new game that's coming out. It's only in China right now, but it's coming out soon in the West. Yeah, but that's not a microtransaction. They want loot boxes. They want that sweet, sweet, sweet secondary income after selling you the game. It's amazing that, like, greed is going to fuck them. Yeah. You know, like, they could just be chilling and be like, hey, there's a whole community of people who love our product, and all we have to do is not interfere and let them do it. And sure, three people in a weekend will make some money for being the top three places in the tournament. But they're all buying our product. They're all talking about it. It's trending on Twitter or whatever and stuff like that. And all we have to do is not be a dick about it. And then it's like, well, let's see if we can squeeze a little money out of our fans. You and know, like, there are some reasonable asks, like, "Hey, don't use our iconography on your shirts to, that you sell. Like, right. don't put our logos yeah. on your merch." And but... there, I think, le- I think those are fall under trademarks that are yeah. legally required to, yeah. to protect the, that IP. And if they want to license the ability to use their iconography on the T-shirt, then they can make a couple bucks that way. But this just seems stupid. Yeah, because, like, they license their iconography out to, like, fight sticks and stuff, so you can get, like, official Street Fighter V emblazoned fight sticks, and those things are $200, you know? So, like, Capcom gets a cut from that, and that's what they want to encourage more people to get into it, to buy the expensive controllers, and then, yeah, you know, get money that way, too. But they're just like, nope, more money from the stone. So I didn't realize what a fight stick was, so uh, I was imagining just, like, this four-foot giant stick that had Capcom logos over it, that's, and you just beat people with it. That's what I think. <laughs> I thought it was maybe for like the people that know martial arts in real life but are also fighting game fans. I think it's like one of those little console sticks they used to have on the arcades. Yeah, it's that's what it is. A six button like console thing, about this big, my laptop size controller, six buttons, two on top. Also, when I hear like a compound word that starts with an F and has stick in it, my brain immediately goes to fuck stick. Yeah. I mean, I've seen enough porn of the fight stick being used as a fuck I mean, stick. There are literally you just put a dildo on it. that have put furry porn as because there's some of them that have the removable <laughs> acrylic shell and you can get a you can like just custom cut uh, an insert for it and people have you know done tasteful porn and non-tasteful porn. It's like that that Ohago thing but it's just furry oh yeah. faces. <laughs> it's like yeah, this is my Judy Agao face. It's just all Judy comics with her getting her fucking nut on. Just all over your Jafai stick. And it's, it's psychological warfare because your opponent sees that and goes, 
what the fuck, dude? And then you <laughs> They're just so distracted the... by the bunny pussy that they yeah. just can't. <laughs> pussy? It's like that tattoo. It's just a horse pussy on the front of your... your oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Alright, we'll get to that in a second. You have to hammer the button that's right at the horse clit. <laughs> no, but you can't make a button a horse clit because then none of the bronies would be able to find it. <laughs> Good God! Yeah, Harmony Con was like what two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago at this point. I haven't recorded since then. Have we not? No. Oh. Um, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of the Brodies are straight, so they they do have that problem. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the lesbian horses, on the other hand, God, they be all up on that shit. So, yeah, the, the gamers are not happy with Capcom, but actually for good reason this time. You know, then they just, people just shift to other things. There's a million other fighting games. There's still stuff coming out. Tekken's still getting support. Like, Nintendo's stepping in it a little bit. Um, but Nintendo's always going to Nintendo themselves. Like, they told yeah. Evo that they can't do Smash Brothers this year, but it's kind of complicated because... Evo, the big tournament, is owned by Sony now. Oh. So it's a all PlayStation systems all the time. So they're kind of like, well, yeah, don't make us like the only Nintendo game on your entire thing. So just, no, you're not going to run that. It's basically convention politics because this is little tournaments are like little miniature convention get togethers. They're meets. Like there's tons of analogs to our community and it sucks the Capcom's fucking with them. But. It's not like there's any lack of other games. I really hate that everything is controlled by, like, four corporations. Yeah. But speaking of mega corporations, um, hey, I got a Steam Deck. That's cool. It's basically yeah. a little PlayStation 4 <laughs> relative power in uh, the form factor of a Nintendo Switch. But it's a larger. Switch for adult hands. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Switch. one 1.5x Switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the big deal, though, is that this thing can play Elden Ring um, and actually gets a good frame rate. So, like, this thing is... So is Elden Ring a game that requires a lot of good processor? It's stuff? a very high-detail game. Right. But this is, like, only, like, a 720p screen. Yeah. But it's just a really shiny one. So it gets to downsample everything. It makes, basically renders it at a lower res. Is it like OLED? Or yeah, it's a little something? OLED screen. Mm-hmm. And it told me that, yeah, you can actually play Elden Ring on this thing. And I was like, I doubt that. But I actually loaded it up, and I played it, and I ran through some of the real dense areas of the game that have, like, atmospheric effects and shit, and it didn't bog down at all. It was actually amazing. So is, so this was developed by the company to own Steam, the yeah. service? this is owned by Valve. Um, so Valve owns Steam. Yes, uh, who owns Valve? They're an independent company. Oh, okay. So they're, they're actually not owned by anybody right now. I th- yeah, I thought it was good to be like, if you if you get, if you you get go all the way up the chain, it turns out that Chrysler owns them, and they're yeah. made with car parts or something yeah. like that. It's, Chrysler uh, is probably owned by Valve. It's, it's, actual, it's actually Pfizer. They're, they're, <laughs> they're giving us vaccines through the, the gamers, game system. And Just they're like, subliminally giving you dick pills through the screen. Just like a little needle will occasionally pop <sighs> up through the controls. And... Yeah, it's like you wouldn't download a vaccine. Uh, probably I would, actually. Yeah. I can 3D print it. So I ordered this like literally two minutes after the, they opened. So Which I got was mine. how long ago? 
it was early last year, so it's been almost a year. Okay. Since I pre-ordered this. I was just wondering what the the pre-order period um, was. And like I got this like a day after launch because fucking FedEx. Like that was a stupid crazy day that it was out running about. And then when I finally got home from one errand, the motherfuckers had leaned it against the door. It's yeah. this little bitty box. And they just yeah, leaned it against the door. It's $750 yeah. bitty box. Pa- Panther, Panther was home. They didn't knock, they didn't ring the doorbell, they just left this expensive-ass chunk of plastic leaned against my door. Not that I'm really concerned about porch pirates, but come on. So, the thing about this, though, is it's running Linux. So, the games that are available are not all the games in my uh, library. Right, it's the ones that they made a Linux version for. Yeah, so, or they've gotten compatibility for at this point. So, so they might prioritize that more since now they're, they're game consoles. Well, the, uh, the number of games that I have that are quote-unquote great on deck since I got it has increased by 50%. Oh, wow. When I first Damn. checked it, it was about 42, uh-huh. and now it's at 66. And they've been adding games at the rate of like a few a day. Nice. And it's, you know, it's stuff like Armello, Baba Is You, like 2D games. But like, it says you can run Control, which is that really cool kind of SCP-ish, like modern horror shooty game that I was talking about. It's super fucking cool. Yeah. And I loved it. But that says it plays on that. And after having seen it play Elden Ring, it probably runs fine. It's Night in the Woods, available through Steam. Yeah. So that, that might work. You could, in theory, play Night in the Woods on this. I don't know if it's if listed it has there a yet. Linux port or not. Right. Um, it has you know, the Gungeon, but it has a bunch of the Jackbox games. You can use this oh. as a Jackbox machine if you want to. Cool. Fez, of course, Half-Life, Left 4 Dead. Just kind of going down my list. Like Metal Gear Solid Rising, which is a weird one. I could also play Nekopara, you know, the, the VN where you date the cat girls. Huh. I got... Nekopara Zero is free, and I played it, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm not really a VN person, turns out. I guess Steam has a really wide variety of stuff because it's all different indie publishers. Yeah, they, right? basically, you can put most anything up there, including adult stuff now. Oh, nice. Um, cool. There are, there are limits to what they allow adult-wise, but there's like, yeah, you can just turn on adult games, and there's just like, hey, here's a sexy hentai puzzle game, and it's just a fucking match three type thing. And they're like, hey, we had somebody draw some titties. Uh, but there's also a bunch of furry ones in there now. Nice. Oh. <laughs> I have unclaimed Steam Deck rewards. How cool. I'm very uh, interested you can, in that now. It says you can play No Man's Sky. Uh, you can do Risk of Rain 2, uh, Portal, Portal 2, Sonic Generations, Sonic Mania. Yeah, but can you run the furry mod on the Stardew Valley? Can it run Crisis? It might catch fire. <laughs> so these are things that are listed as great on deck. Like Spelunky, Them's Fighting Herds, Transistor and stuff. Like, there's wait, other stuff. Wait. Is Them Fighting Herds a game about fighting cows? No, it's the. It's the. Uh, My Little Pony one that they had, that Hasbro made them C and D, so. They just. Longfaust like, stepped in and made all new character designs. Okay, so they couldn't C and C, they had to C and D. Yes. Like, you can play Rocket League on this. Like, there's certain things that you really kind of don't want to play on the Switch. Is Rocket League still around? Oh, yeah. It's still around. It's free to play now, but it's still around. So, like, there's a bunch of games on here that are totally, you know, quote-unquote great on deck. They have, you know, native things. There's other stuff that you can just be like, I'll install it and see what happens. Right. Um, And it might work, it might not. 
Like, you can always run it in Potato Vision. And then there's some stuff that they're just like, absolutely not going to work because it's like VR at the moment or just super old 32-bit stuff that they're just like, look, man, this thing sold 10 copies on Steam. We're not going to port this. Like Audio Shield. It just says, it just has a no symbol next to it <laughs> if I sting over because that's a VR game. When it's unknown, it just puts a, a question mark next to it and it's just sort of like, try your luck. Because <laughs> spin the wheel. <laughs> like the Beat Hazard, it's a game that requires to access. It has a music. You need to have music to pull from, like MP3s. Right. The game came out like 2012. Who has fucking MP3s on their computer anymore? Cool people like me, but you don't have a way to really put MP3s on here. It's not accessing your C drive because there is no C drive. Mm-hmm. But you could throw them on a micro SD and then slip that in there. But yeah. would the game know to look in that directory? Exactly. Like Bioshock Infinite has a big old question mark. Why would I want to come back to that? My huh. long-term storage drive is called Cecil because it holds a lot of dicks. Nice. Yeah. So something you mentioned earlier that I thought was interesting is that they said they are working on a dock for it. So it'll be kind of like the Switch. You'll be able to dock it. Connect it to a TV set. And I guess then they would release, like, Bluetooth controllers that you'd yeah. be able to... Well, this thing has Bluetooth natively. Yeah. Um, so I can connect a... X- well, in theory, I could connect an Xbox controller to it. I haven't had success doing that, but apparently PS4 controllers work better. Which mm. is probably because Microsoft is like, no, no, we want these working on Windows environments. And Sony is just like, eh, Bluetooth, whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I'm pretty sure is the case. It, it's just funny because this, you know, the, it has the controls right here, but if you want to play certain games that need more spread out buttons, you, like, just kind of lean it up, because it doesn't have a kickstand, which is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. And you could play your game with a controller with it kind of propped up on the case it comes with. Right. Um, this is very much a, you know, early adopter I should know better, but now it's like, ooh, new toy. No, um, I mean, that's legit. It, also, the case looks really nice. Like, it looks like like it could take a bullet for you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it, it's, it's molded plastic, and it is actually, it's molded to fit the machine, so it's not just like a clamshell case. It's This is a Steam Deck case yeah. that fits the Steam Deck. Yeah, it's not going to rattle around in there. Um, it even has little, like, recessed nubs on the top for where the control thumbsticks are yeah it's really impressive because normally you have to buy those like after the fact so the fact that it came with one was kind of impressive yeah well it costs enough yeah i mean it's (laughs) just because something costs a lot doesn't mean they want to give you anything for free it's a cool toy that i hope they continue to support the reason that their steam machines project failed was because they weren't doing the hardware themselves they were like, this is what we need as a baseline for a Steam machine. And they wanted to get uh, manufacturers to make little console alikes. Mm-hmm. But people came up with these wildly varying things. And so they didn't really have a good baseline to work with. This time, this is something in architecture that is locked. They basically made a console that is made by them that has a single standard. So they can be like, will the games play under this right and so you'll have a better idea of what will run versus the steam machines where it was like sometimes it had a 1060 sometimes it had a 1080 and that sometimes like they stuck a 970 in there for some reason (laughs) so if those numbers mean anything to you that's significant it's a neat device that they're going to iterate on but 
right. at the moment, it's cool as hell. And, like, you can... And it has a Chrome. You can get Chrome on there so you can browse the net. I tweeted from my Steam Deck the other day. Yeah. The other thing that's really important about this is because it runs Linux, and Linux has a... Just basically, it's App Store. It also has all the emulation, like all the emulators you could ever want. And then you just have to get uh, ROMs somehow. So as somebody who downloaded some like Raspberry Pi ROM sets for when I was going to make some Pi machines for Fiesta many moons ago, mm-hmm. I've got like all everything going up to like some PlayStation games, you know. So I could load those in there, put the... Uh, the ROMs on a SD card and turn this into an emulation beast. It can apparently even do like PS3 games without catching fire, and it apparently runs Switch games better than the Switch does because it's just newer hardware. Right. right. Yeah. And it's also an ARM processor, same as a Switch, just newer. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. So, needless to say... So you'd have a Switch emulator on the Linux App Store, basically? Uh, yeah. Uh, Nintendo really doesn't like that, but they can't really stop it. Like, it's better for the older stuff, honestly, because, like, yeah, if I can pop up a widescreen emulator and play, you know, proper aspect ratio games on it, yeah, sure, why not? Because it's a little 16 by 9 screen, and if you have, it'll just put a little, you know, square it off to 4 by 3, and you can emulate whatever. So yeah. it's a cool little device, and I wanted to come show it off today because um, it's a neat toy. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna have it at Fiesta because it would fucking walk off probably. But it was just a neat thing that I got, and then I didn't have a ton of time to play with before I had to go do stuff yesterday. So I wanted to show it off to you guys because it is very cool. It's very neat. Yeah, I love cool gadgets. Um, and like this would be fun to bring to cons, like you know if. We get to go do Anthrocon this year, which, I mean, at cons going on whether you want it to happen or not. You know, that would be something to bring along, and I could, you know, just play it in the evenings if I wanted to. Because I've brought my Switch in the past. Yeah. You know, hooked it up mm-hmm. to the TV. The dock will be out by then. Who knows, you know? Well, it feels so hard to plan past, like, three months, because you never know what's going to happen. Three months? Probably a fucking week, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was on a cruise as everything exploded with Omicron, and then I caught Omicron. So it was just like, well. Yeah, but at least you're vaccinated, so it didn't kill you. Yeah, but it was it was real interesting getting off the boat, going to the hotel room, turning on the TV, and seeing the boat that I was just on on the news report talking about how Omicron was exploding. <laughs> if you were on this boat, you stupid motherfucker. That's what it felt like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Fiesta's here super soon, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes, because, like, I've been to two conventions now. Pre-Fiesta, I went to Anthro Expo and had a good time selling smut there. Mm-hmm. Went to Harmony Con, had a little bit less of a fun time selling jewelry there to the horse people, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. I basically walked in the door, went to the vendor hall, sold my stuff, and left. But I had good neighbors that I could talk to, and there was some fun stuff that happened. Talk about the tattoo. Oh my god. All right, so I don't know what this person was up to, but it was on like... Saturday. I'm standing behind my table. It's dead as hell. There must be some... It was like the charity auction or something going on. So nobody was in the vendor hall. And I look across the way, and there's this dude who has just... his Both of his lower legs just tatted to hell. Just pony tats, pony tats, pony tats. And then I look, and one of them is not a pony. It's a part of a pony. But it's not actually a My Little Pony. I was like... In a, my, 
my friend was over there and we were talking and I looked over there and I looked at him and I was like, is that what I think that is? I think I've seen that tat before, but there's a lot more tats around it now. And he goes, oh my God, it is. So the image in question is this person thought they were going to be hot shit apparently because I did a little bit digging on this. And they were going to put that as their like clan logo in Warframe. <laughs> and it's a stylized horse butt and pussy with like little wings around it. So they could like play it off as like, oh no, it's like Warhammer 40k or something. And they got it tattooed on their fucking lower leg. Like on the left side, the interior side of their left leg. So that anybody just like looking at them is going to see this mess of color on their leg and this real strange looking thing in the middle that's not like the others. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was pretty funny, honestly, because I didn't post about it. Because I'm like, look, man, I already accidentally caused an incident by posting before. So it was just like, I just get a load of this shit. Holy crap. I would not expect, like, I'd seen this on 4chan many years ago, and now I've seen it in real life. What the fuck? You know, I would say it takes all kinds, but maybe not that guy. I mean, I, I better him than the other guy. Yeah, true. The other guy that I accidentally caused an incident with, dude wore himself his. Uh, I guess it was a deployment hoodie from when he got sent out to Afghanistan. But the tagline on the back said "Make killing great again." Oh God, that dude! And then I like I just took a picture of it and posted with a frowny face, and the algorithm grabbed it, and Ooh. it went out of my little circle real fast. Mm-hmm. Um. And ultimately, like, the con did... I felt really bad, because, like, the people that run this con are my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I've helped them... I've mentored them all the way up through their con's founding, and, you know, I still keep in touch. Like, they come to the Londoner some weekends. And so, they ultimately did ask me, just like, hey, like, we've, we've talked to the guy who handled the situation. Can you delete this, please? Because people are really yelling at us on Twitter. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. And I deleted it. Locked my account for a couple of days to keep people from, like, asking me about it. But... I mean, ultimately, like, the dude was asked to not wear it, and he acquiesced. Hmm. He was he said he wasn't thinking. And I was like, well, you aren't, but okay. I didn't see him after that point, but the situation was handled. But holy fuckballs, did people really get mad. They were like, oh, we need to call the cops on this guy. Report him to the FBI. I was like, what? man, what the hell, dude? The internet went zero to send him to Gitmo, you know? Uh, that's the only two modes the internet has. It, it was... Like, I felt bad because I made my friend's job harder, but also that dude totally shouldn't have been fucking wearing that at a PonyCon. Like, I was the only person that said anything, but other people were like, oh, yeah, I saw that guy too, and he made me really uncomfortable. I was like, well, I guess I'll be the asshole then. I kind of after the fact, because I was like, I tweeted about it with a frowny face, and that was it. But I also showed it immediately to con safety. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like I just posted it for cloud. I was like, I posted it with a frowny face and I showed it immediately to one of my friends who was on con, con safety. Yeah, it's not like you used the hashtag and added con ops and like did a call out post. You literally just posted a frowny face. At the con and be like, why are you allowing this? Why are you condoning this? Be- because, of course, the con knows everyone that attends yeah. there con and what they're going to wear that day yeah like it's <laughs> oh God, i'm just imagining that conversation and people adding a con that either doesn't exist anymore or is that an, on a different weekend yeah like, <laughs> why are you doing this ever free northwest <laughs> that's one of the ones that doesn't exist anymore right no no it's still it's going so good. oh yeah. i'm um, sorry it's <laughs> no, fine <laughs> Bronies don't listen to this. This is okay. Oh, that was a just, Brony con. Okay, I don't feel bad anymore. Just, just the weather. 
You're thinking of rainforest, I think. Maybe uh, there were so many in Seattle. Yeah. Mm. The uh, all for fun. I think that was in Tacoma. I yeah. There was like there was a former Contour panel that I yes. got to be on. Did they record it? Um, I believe so. Actually, oh, I'd love to um, hear it. And it was a lot of you know just talking about industry shit and some of the you know. Didn't have to get too deep in the weeds on like you know oh why did you quit? I didn't have to drop the whole oh the death threats line because um, I was I was prepped to do that and really bring them to the tone of the con down, but I didn't do that. Yeah, um, but I'm it just was, imagining that panel and just being like, there's a dude with an eye patch, somebody with like missing an arm, and they, another person with like a peg leg, just just, big scars on their face from like a hoof. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> they they got you know. Kicked in the head by a cosplayer. How did they still they die and dead from the horseshoe to death? <laughs> so that that was fun, and like I did get to see friends that mm-hmm. I hadn't seen in a while, and like we ended up going to Heart Eight at one point, and just like it was nice. Like people brought me lunch two on two of the days, so that was cool too. Neat. And it was people I trusted to not poison me. <laughs> It's always nice. Yeah, like some random person that I don't know that might have beef with me that I don't remember. You can't bring me lunch, but a friend of mine that I go drink with for the past decade, you're good. Just come up and they fucking stab you with a Twilight Sparkle horn. This is for 2012, bitch. Yo, man, <laughs> you never know. I know that shit got real though. That you never this know when Twilight there's gonna Sparkle. be beef. <laughs> you never know. And like, I felt kind of bad because they got me my badge and just had my legal name on it. So I ended up going, nope, toss that in the tote and put on my dad's badge. Nice. So I was hippie dad all weekend. And mm-hmm. the thing is, like, I'm old enough to be a dad. So it probably, you know, I had the tie dye hoodie on mm-hmm. and have long hair. I'm not old enough to be a hippie, but. I quickly run to the bathroom and dye your hair white. Yeah. Hey, I'm starting to get gray on the temples now, finally. Panther beat me, and you, Fuzz, you're the silver wolf. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, Frowny don't face. talk to me about your silver temples, ever. <laughs> like, it, I mean, even poor HX has some whiteness beard, and he's a pup. For he's... a month. Aww. <laughs> baby. Uh, but, him, baby. <laughs> so yeah it's it's been a rough years so i mean we all know this and like <laughs> you have the all the stuff going on in the world and we're over here doing our silly little furry bullshit and our silly little cons as shit's popping off overseas and it's like well you know there's nothing we can literally do about this so we get to just keep on and try to not have our brains melted by the internet like and it's the internet has weirdly felt like a better place since all the Russian bot farms have disappeared. Like, you can see big gaps in engagement on, like, the GOP's Twitter account. That's well, true. Like, on Facebook, um, like, a week before they did it and all the bot farms died, top ten links for that week were, like, Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan, da 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 After all the bot farms died, everything on Facebook that was popular was all the liberal links. There's been some, the guy that originally tweeted that did delete it and explained why, and it was like, okay, some people are picking up valid points about how this ebbs and flows and stuff like that, but, I I mean, you know, there have been other people saying that, yeah, GOP, Twitter, or there was even some Democrats say, like, wow, normally I get 
like X amount of death threats, and like that's really gone down since the this war started. So. I mean, Facebook is blocked in Russia, Twitter is blocked in Russia, so if they're operating out of Russia, they can't do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it sucks for the. It, it sucks because I've seen a lot of furry artists who are like, I can't take PayPal anymore. I can't get money from commissions. I'm fucked yeah. uh, because, like, you know, when we're talking about international conflict, like. You still have lots of people in our community that are getting fucked over by this, whether they're Ukrainian, because there was like a Ukrainian fursuit maker who had to like flee the country Mm, uh, because shit hit the fan there. And like there's people in like there's a artist that I follow is a Russian pony artist, Yakovlad, who is posting art like, I don't want this. You know, this is terrible. This fucking sucks. And like you have these baby brains online who are just like being rude to Russian people. Which makes no sense. For no fucking reason. It's literally a re- It's a redo in 2022 of the fucking Freedom Fries from 2004. Oh, God, you're right. Like, and it feels... <sighs> it, it's so weird because in 2004, we didn't have social media. We had, like, LiveJournal and shit. But we didn't have Twitter. Right. Like, we're getting to see what this looks like. An international conflict looks like on fucking social media. Not for the first time, but, like, as high profile as this is... It's just fucked up because yep. you have rando American flag, eagle crying, gun fucker types just spewing hatred towards Russia. But then you have like blue checks that are like, oh, we need to kick all the Russian nationals out of the country. And it's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> or people trying to say that like Disney Plus took Anastasia off, which is not true. That's because their contract thing is going to, like, Paramount Plus in a month. Mm-hmm. But, Stars, but... Yeah, yeah whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Yet another fucking streaming platform. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. miss when everything went on Netflix. But... <laughs> and I hate that, like, the one of the people who reposted that, uh, or posted the screen cap of it, posted a reply to his tweet saying, oh, apparently that's not true. Yeah. And several people were like, then why don't you delete the tweet? Because it's still being retweeted. It's still spreading misinformation, and then they didn't reply. Yeah, so like, well, shit. I guess it's doing numbers, so they just want to get clout and get followers for whatever bullshit. It's like it's not true, and it's like a ten, it was like a ten thousand follower account, and I'm like, dude, you have an audience that you've just spread this misinformation to, and it is being retweeted and retweeted out further and further, and it's like. You can buy followers. I mean, 10,000 is not a lot. The internet fog of war is fucking terrible, but like, someone was tweeting at Duolingo asking why they still offer Russian as an option. And someone tweeting at, there was like other just random shit, like, hey, Coca Cola, why are you doing business in Russia? After Coca Cola's like, yeah, we're not going to do business in Russia. Or people tweeting at MasterCard after Visa announced that they're not going to do business in Russia after they've already done it. Like, it's just people trying to be fucking freaks towards the Russian people mm-hmm. when th- there is so little difference between, like, the average citizen of a country. Like, you know, you sit down and have a meal with a Russian dude. You might not get a, you know, agree on everything. You might not speak the same, same language, but you're still just regular dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, governments waving their dicks at each other shouldn't be cause for animosity to the people, especially completely uninvolved parties. Yep. Like, this should be logical and people should know this but it's so weird that people don't and like you have these companies like oh you know we're boycotting russian liquor and they have to like go in and be like actually this is made and you know this is actually turn out to be fake 
Um, there were some liquor stores that were like, oh, we're not going to sell Russian vodka anymore. Okay. Which, I mean, sure, whatever. But, like, having to put up signs because, like, someone's getting mad that, uh, Rush, uh, uh, like, what, Albanian or something liquor is like, no, it's not actually made in Russian. It just has Cyrillic on the bottle because that's what they're typing over there or whatever. You know, so it's like, it's literally Freedom Fries Redux. And I it's did see someone joke. Distressing. Dudes are going to stop referring to themselves as broski because it sounds Russian. I mean, you already have the people that are like, How, what's that like, comrade? As if that means anything other than friend in Russian. As a descendant of Slavs, I really hate that. You know, <laughs> it's, it's weird because the internet's broken our brains over the past two years, and then there's this that's just like sending everybody into a fucking spiral. See, and like, we're the same country that we're like random Asian people were being beaten up because the right-wing conspiracy theory was that China leaked um, the COVID there virus. There was a woman to murdered in up. New York City less than a month ago. And, it, and it's like, you don't even have to be Chinese. You just have to look Asian. It doesn't matter what country you're from. Like People have been here for three generations and shit like that it's like we're a fucking dumb country yeah, yeah. there are people who are still alive who are in japanese internment camps uh you yep. know george Takei. yeah he wrote a book on that talks about it a lot yeah, yeah twitter I mean, was all mad at him today uh, of course was he like hey don't blame the russian people for the actions of their government um, okay, so basically he said, like, I don't care about having to pay more for gas if that means there's more sanction on sanctions on Russia to get them to stop what they're doing to Ukraine. And, like, I sort of, the way he worded it, I sort of agreed with it, but everybody was just like, I mean, oh, you warmonger, a, blah, 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 blah. It's a pretty lib take, but that's fine. Like, yeah. I, I don't I follow mean, him. I kind of agree that, like, yeah, it's a privileged take. Like, some people can't afford to pay more yeah, money people for cash. Like, but at the same time, you know, I see the, the they, point he was trying to make. I mean, it's a, it's a fucking supply and demand issue. It's one of those the left will fucking eat themselves situations. Except, you know? I mean, hell, even, the, even just random lib brains that are just like, oh, just do a no-fly zone over... Ukraine and not understanding what that even fucking means. Uh, I'm going to read the tweet verbatim. Okay. Um, Americans, colon, we can endure higher prices for food and gas if it means putting the screws on screws to Putin. Um, consider it a patriotic donation um, in the fight for freedom over tyranny. Eh, eh, I mean, companies are screwing us anyway as it is. Like, you know, food prices going up. Yeah. I... And this and, and this like is... the government wanted to get back to normal. What's normal? Gasoline at five dollars a gallon. Yeah, I mean, I I have to put fucking premium in my car because it's a high compression engine and it's over four bucks now here and it's over five bucks in the West Coast. I do premium because I have trust issues. So also, like, your car uses like a fucking eyedropper of gasoline. Yeah, I mean, I filled true. it up today for thirty bucks, so mm. it was basically empty. Mine. Was $65 when I filled it up at three fifty. So not looking forward to having to refill after having been to Weatherford and back this last day or so. But yeah, one of the reasons I got a Prius is because like I remembered being in college and having to turn in pop bottles so I could have enough money for gasoline yeah. to get me from point A to point B. And like I never wanted to have to go through that again. So I was like, I'm just going to get a car who's fuel efficient. I mean, if you think about it this way... Some poor motherfucker who lives in the middle of, like, a suburb who has to drive, like, more than 15 miles to their work is literally paying an hour of their labor to go to work. Oh, you mean me? 
Yeah. When I go to the office. If, yeah. you have to, if you had to drive all the way downtown. If I had to drive, it would be faster. Uh, by taking the train, it actually is longer. It takes me almost an hour to get to work. If I just drove directly there, it would take like 35 minutes. Yeah, but you're paying for fuel. But I'm paying for fuel. So, yeah. eh, either way. Either way, you know, if I'm not working at home, I'm paying a cost for leaving the house. Not to mention that I have to have special clothes to work because I have to have business casual. Whereas at home, I'm like in my slob pants and a random t-shirt, you know. You can Which do. is actually dressed up because I'm sure a lot of my coworkers just don't bother getting dressed. Yeah. Just... I don't. I mean, I don't want to sit my my ass on my lo- my nice uh, office that's, chair. That's why you put down a butt towel. <laughs> like, you know, that's really hard to find a good butt towel though, because like a lot of butt towels, they'll be like real coarse. It's just a towel. Just use a fucking towel. There are different types of towels. Like you, 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 you get one get of those like three hundred thread terry cloth towels in order to really have it feel fucking nice. raw silk. No. Yes, silk. See, if I want to do that, I could just put that robe that I uh, expropriated from the Crown Plaza. No, you know why you use silk? Because it cu- silk is made from worm butt juice, so it fits. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. It's also like hypoallergenic. So, you know, you don't have any breakouts or anything like that. Or you, you get some get lube like, on it, you just slide off it like a water slide. You could get like a million thread count pillowcase or something and use that. <laughs> oh my uh, get like hit, like the woven hemp. The, the, no, that's how you... Tr- that is like sandpaper on your ass if you're going to use woven hemp. Yeah, but you get high while you sit. Which that's yeah. not how that. Or works. it's like that's totally no, how it that would works. Be more like CBD because then your ass would just go numb. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, my butt's high. Oh no. <laughs> if you sat on cocaine, would that get you high? Uh, yeah, because uh, it, it would be absorbed very quickly through through your um, butt butt tract. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mucous membranes, baby. There's, they're down there too. That's, I mean, it might take a while to get to your anus, but you know. I mean, if you if you're gonna you... butt chug some cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> call it butt snorting in the summer. It's the newest thing among these suburban white kids. I mean, that's how suppositories work. To just wait, they, suppositories they have, are just butt cocaine. They have fucking legs in the air, and they stick a straw in your butt, and they pour it down there, and they're like chug, chug, chug. Yeah, but the thing is, Tinkerbell you know, butt dust. You'd be so but fucking think about dead. It, though, You'd be dead like, instantly. If people get nosebleeds from that. Imagine bleeding out of your ass because you did coke down there. Don't do that, kids. Do not. Like, do not write in with your hot takes about butt drugs. Or butt chugging, even. Uh, they do make THC lube. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my dick is rock hard, but still feels so relaxed. Man, I... I know somebody who drank. I read a story once about somebody who drank an entire bottle of THC lube. And you're like, what the fuck would this do to me? And then they were just high for days. And they were like a journalist. It's, it's lube. Why would you do that? If you want anything you eat to just fly right out. Humanity exists because someone somewhere thought. I should eat that. But you really want to win the hot dog eating contest, right? So your throat is both lubricated and very, very relaxed. So just hot dogs, just like, they say hot dog down a hallway for a reason, baby. So just... That's how you deep throat horse cock. For 
fun hot dog related things. There was a Behind the Bastards episode a little bit ago that was much lighter than their usual ones about <laughs> hot dogs, hot eating contests. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I thought you were just talking about hot dogs in general, and I was like, oh my god, how dark is that if they if hot dogs are the high point? <laughs> no, no, no. This is a light episode because the bastard didn't do any genocides. Because the like the last couple ones are how like how many babies died and I don't know man the mystery meats and hot dogs gotta say mm. but the whole thing like oh Sar Nicholas was a bit was a bastard yes we know this but there's four episodes on this and now we got two episodes on how uh, the right wing captured Christianity in America and turned it into the mutant nightmare that we have today. These are not light episodes, and I'm not listening to those right now. Like, I'm actually being real selective in my podcast, because honestly, this shit's going on bad enough. I don't want to hear more bad stuff. Yeah, like, an interesting fact about hot dogs is they actually used to be made out of sheep intestines, but hot dogs became so po- popular, they couldn't slaughter enough sheep for the sheep intestines to make the hot dogs. Mm-hmm. So they had to figure out a different process in order to get them encased. And you can read more about that in the 1914 novel... The Jungle by Upton Sinclair. I think it was 1914. It could be 2021. That was about Chicago meatpacking stuff in the early 20th century. It's, uh, yeah, gross. Um, and uh, time is a flat circle. Yeah, you know, uh, given what happened in like the Tyson factories in uh, during COVID times where the management had dead pools on how many of their employees would die, uh, yeah, it's things haven't really changed all that much. Like, there was... Like, those fucking companies actually, like, have deals with immigration. And, like, if one of the people there starts to, like, start talk about a union, they'll actually call immigration and they'll just come down and, like, deport them. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, capitalism is very fucked. Yeah, and, like, those meatpacking plants actually specifically recruit in Mexico and stuff like that to bring people across the border illegally to work in their plants. Yep, and then ICE gets them, sends them home. Yep, when they get too uppity yep. for the management, it's fucked up. Or no, there's here in Texas where they got like a hundred people here in like Allen. Yep, it's like mm, it's, fucking hell, man. It's fucking depressing. Like I'm really interested to see like the population statistics of um, the United States since uh, people haven't been moving across the border as much because of COVID. Like mm-hmm. the the conservatives keep going like, "There's no one to, no one wants to work anymore." Blah 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 blah. But the real problem is, there's no one to work. You killed off most of your uh, workforce with COVID. A lot of people retired because they didn't want to do COVID. A lot of people stopped working because they didn't want to be around COVID. And it was mm-hmm. more expensive to send their kid to daycare than just to not go to the 40-hour-a-week job that made them 20 bucks. Well, like, and with this bullshit, too, is that, like, there's nobody to pick the fields because Americans aren't going to take the under-the-table pay that they pay immigrants. Yep. So, yeah, like, we have a real problem on our hands that yeah. is only going to be exacerbated by the ongoing conflicts in the world. It's real exciting. I mean, we want to get real dark. People are like, yeah, like, because war is happening in the spring planting season in Ukraine and Russia, we're going to have ourselves a 25% drop in the global supply of wheat. Oh, shit. So, uh, hope you guys don't like bread. Well, there are some types of wheat that they actually plant in the fall and that come up. Yeah, but... There's a war on right now, and nobody can plant. Like, we've seen what happens when something shuts down for a day. Yeah. If you miss an entire fucking planting season. Yeah, but I'm ju- I'm just saying it's actually like planted in like October, yeah. and like it pops up by itself in the spring. Well, yeah. Uh, my dad was a farmer, so I know these things because I had to deal with that bullshit all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just like. 
you know, we have our silly little furry bullshit, and then it's like, yeah, we've got bad times coming, and, mm-hmm. well, what can we do? Nothing. We're on this train whether we want to or not. And as 2020 taught me, I do not know how to farm. Nope. I... I still can't get my fucking pepper plants to not die. Because we've been having the hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, I've lost a few more. And, like, I didn't plant any right now. Like, I could start a new cycle. I've got some open pots, but I think, like, I'm going to just work with what I have. Because we keep having these fucking cold snaps. I keep having to move Mm. these guys in and out, and that doesn't help them. This, This afternoon I was boiling in the living room and i'm like why am i so fucking hot and i i looked at the the weather app and it was oh it's 78 outside and it's 76 in here because our new thermostats controller doesn't automatically flip between ac and heat you have to manually select we (laughs) might be able to make it do that if we connected it to wi-fi but i'm not gonna have a fucking thermostat connected to wi-fi well like today Mm -hmm. we actually had the the apartment open up we just opened the the sliding glass doors turn off the AC and it was very pleasant seventy degrees. You only turn on the the AC once I started cooking dinner because we had uh, two pounds of uh, beef bacon hamburger and I cooked up two pounds of burgers for us. So we have burgers for the next several days because I went by Town Talk when I was in Fort Worth last night and they had the uh, brioche buns from like Jack in the Box, like mm-hmm. a dozen for two dollars. Nice. So, and they're super preservative filled. They're not going to go bad. Mm-hmm. Not going to be like that accidentally spicy bread. And I got hemp bread once and like I brought it home and it just instantly turned to mold. Well, I got, it was like a day old from, from Kroger, like on Monday or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I ate a piece and I was like, this is spicy now. My body thinks this is spicy. Why is it? Oh, it's moldy and I'm allergic. Oops. I didn't know you were allergic to mold, too. <laughs> so it was like, you know, oh no, someone's going to try to slip me some moldy bread at Fiesta and kill me. Um, <laughs> Penicillin! <laughs> but yeah, it's like when you eat something that's not supposed to be spicy, but your body's like, ah! <laughs> yeah. The best cabbage I ever had once was this cabbage variety that I got from a farmer's market, and the cabbage would always be spicy on the inside. Huh. It was the fun. coolest thing ever. I love that stuff. But, uh, yeah, we we're just on this train, and we're going to do our fucking best. It's all we can do. So, if you have a new book, let's let's shift topics so that oh, we're sure. not going to like spiral into doom. Right, yeah. So, um, um, this is a, a new art book. It's actually more of a comic collection by Scapo. Uh, this is Keepers, Volume 1. Um, it's a whole lore um, that, that he has created about these objects called Waystones and God Spirits and joining and energy and stuff like that. But it, it also just has like a whole lot, a lot of, of fucking. fucking it's yeah. got some real nice hyena butt. Like, yep. There, there's some. There's a snake that fucks a dude, and there's like a, a jackal, an Anubis looking dude. It's You're into absorption. So the Anubis looking dude is that is actually there is a um there's a, it, there's a female jackal who has like this snake like like familiar or something that's possessing her that like like actually turns her fur black and like it, it can also detach to being like an independent entity that's got like a fat cock and a um 
So it's pussy, like Spawn. Pussy eating tongue. Yeah, it's like Spawn. Uh, anyway, this thing is like, this book is like 102 pages long. So it's actually quite thick on the thicker side for one of our art books. Uh, but uh, we're still keeping it at uh, 25 bucks. The box was heavy. So, yes, yes. Ajax brought in the box of those and the 2020 San Picos books. And uh, they were uh, heckin' heavy. Um, and both the boxes were damaged on the outside, but this printing company has really good packing. So they were they were protected by layers upon layers of bubble wrap. Um, the other new thing we have coming out is Unfinished Business by Tim Sussman, which is the... Detective shifter romance with werewolves and and ghosts and other were creatures and um it's it's really cool. It's also uh, very gay, which I enjoy. Um, it's not really adult in the it, it's more it's adult in the oh they fucking but it's not like on the page you know so it's just it's for a grown up audience though. But it's also good uh, detective drama. It's adult literature, not erotic literature. Yes, they are. They, I the say adult to adults. delineate between adult, young adult fiction, middle grade fiction, kids books. Yeah. Sorry, those are more the the trade book terms rather than like just the yeah what you typically think of when you're behind a, a table at a furry con. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's going to be 18 bucks. Um, we'll have oh, that. He's doing that. You're going into pitchman mode. That's fine. That's, that's good. No, it's the $18 thing because I always forget that at the table and then I have to do math and dogs just like, I can't do math. I'm dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I priced it at 18. No, it's the industry standard. So it makes sense. And I, I shouldn't have said anything, but it's just like, I'm dog. I can't do math. Can't you just make all the prices round numbers and then yeah, paper I mean, costs go up and I have to be like, oh, no. Yeah. At least with like my parents' stuff, it's all generally round numbers. It's like 25 bucks, 15 bucks. Still have to have change, but at least it's a solid number. Yeah, like you threw an eight in there. My brain is just like, I don't know how to do math. <laughs> okay, so for, this isn't base five. For Ajax's sake, it'll be 20 bucks at furry <laughs> And only at Furry Fiesta. Everywhere else. This is why your skills in the apocalypse will be accounting. He'll be able to count the bottle caps. Like, he's always said, like, like in the apocalypse, oh, nobody will need me. And I'm like, no, we need someone to do the XL. We need to know how many sheep we need to pay to the warlords across the river <laughs> as the tithe. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be out there like like badass fighter person, or and I can't farm, and, like, all my skills involve technology, and there won't be any electricity. <laughs> we'll get you an abacus. Yeah. yeah we made with bottle caps. Maybe like some troll teeth. I don't know. You know, the solar powered calculators will probably last for a few years. Yep. Unless if we anything, have a nuclear like, winter blocking the sun, then I'm fucked. Yeah. So sorry, we're going to end up like the fucking Matrix where the sky is. Those little watch the... batteries in like uh, some of those calculators do last for fucking years. So. Yeah. Like, you know, they'll probably last as long as it takes me to die of the radiation sickness. Yeah, you know, look on the bright side. Look on the bright side, yeah. So I saw this. Hey, you know, like that news article said, the nuclear winter might cancel out global warming and we might just be golden. God, was that a real article? That's really bleak. I don't know. (laughs) I'm hoping that it wasn't. That's awful. But 
it's more than possible that it was. <laughs> uh, uh, I saw this comic the other day. It was like a kid was asking his grandfather, what was the Cold War like? And the grandfather says, you're about to find out. Yeah. Like, I've been constantly worried about nuclear annihilation forever because I'm like, oh, it just takes one dumbass with a nuclear power plant. Like, especially since, like, after Fukushima. <laughs> And, like, there's a lot of people who, like, really get off on the idea of going over to nuclear power. And I'm like, we can't be trusted with the nuclear power we have now or dispose of it properly. Yes, it can totally be done safely. But I don't trust us enough. Yeah, then you end up with dumb shit like, you know, the Russians trying to occupy Chernobyl and them attacking that other nuclear power station. So apparently they were pushed back in both cases, but still it's like, oh shit, you might guys... Dude, please stop shooting at the nuclear power facility. They have to yell over the intercoms. Yeah. You know, because it's not... They they did successfully shut down, shut down the reactors in that case. Mm. But, like, they have encased... You spent rods in concrete on a field. And if some dumb motherfucker fires a tank round into, and it strays over there and, and, you know, sends a shitload of radioactive dust congratulations you just fucked that area yeah i heard that the radiation count was higher around chernobyl than it had been because the ground has been disturbed so much by yeah. additional people walking around that some of the radioactive yeah. dust and is think if you're in the air. some dumb poor dumb motherfucker who's got conscripted you got sent out to fucking Chernobyl, and they're like, why? Hey, what's this place? I don't know. Oh, don't worry about it. Why is my phone, like, if I take a, a photo with my camera, it's like, oh, it has, like, weird spots on it. What's going on here? Why does this look like our abandoned? Why does, why do I taste metal? Why are all these spiders so weird? <laughs> why is there a dude, you know, doing a song singing Cheeky Breaky and, you know, what saw someone with- stalker? Why what do you mean they're not a... allowed to pet the puppies? They're right there. They're so friendly. They have two heads. Well, actually, like, Ch- Only two? Chernobyl has, like, a lot of wild animals in it, and they don't have fear of people because people don't go there. Yeah, so there's right. a lot of wild stray dogs, and you can't pet the stray puppies because they're covered in nuclear material. Yeah. 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 So, uh, wow. needless yeah. to say, um, I wouldn't I'd want do to be it. any one of those poor bastards. Pet the puppies, not not blow up the plant. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Though, uh, when a Great Pyrenees decides he wants you to continue petting and he sits down on your foot, um, that's a very effective tactic. Super effective. Yeah. Out of Weatherford, you know, one of the goals, like, oh, I'm going to pet some dogs. And there was a big, fluffy, white cloud of a Great Pyrenees who was very (laughs) friendly and decided that, no, I wasn't done petting him. He sat down on my foot and was like, all right, well, you're like 130 pounds, so... That's that's an effective tactic. I live mm. here now. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. So fiestas in what two weeks? Basically? Yep, a little less. Yeah, a little less than two back weeks. To fiesta again. Well, yeah, fiesta I was just curious. Like yeah, like I'm not doing any panels this year. I'm like we're going to be adjusting to having the con again, and then new space. You can find me up in the fucking hinterlands on 37 with uh, tabletop gaming. We've split the space, so I still have like 5,000 square foot of space. It's just split out amongst five rooms. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how that works out and how much foot traffic we'll get, because, again, we're in the fucking hinterlands. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's so much space in the con hotel, and, like, 
I wanted to be on the third floor of the convention center, but I got in. Bitch, 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 wine, wine, wine. But we'll see how it goes, right? Like, maybe, like, if you put pen rooms up there, no one would go to those either. So we'll see what kind of foot traffic we get. Because you have to get an elevator to go up to 37 specifically. Like, there's three elevators to go up to that floor, at least. But it's not like you can wander by... As you walk out of the vendor hall, like we had at Hyatt. Right, yeah. Like, at the Hyatt, you, you know, you hear gamers being loud as you leave the vendor hall, or you see it catch your eye as you're going to the vendor hall, mm-hmm. which is where everybody goes. And this, you literally have to, like, stand in a line and get in an elevator and ride it up to 37th floor in a row. You know, don't trip and suck any more floors on the way down to the vendor hall, I guess. Such a tortured metaphor. I know, right? right? Just like, oh my god, stop. 37 in a row. It's the perfect number. It's yeah. like 42. You can use it anywhere. Yeah. 69 is better. Yep. I still remember my last con being TFF 2020. Yeah. Like, there was a dude that went by in a gimp suit with a gas mask, and I jokingly said, oh, you're ready for coronavirus. And then that next week, everything exploded. Yeah. I, uh,. I mean, there was one tiny little convention I helped my parents at the week after Fiesta that sucked, but that don't, I don't count that one. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, back in the saddle in terms of Fiesta, you know, not, not talking about saddles when it comes to the PonyCon, none of that. So we're going to be, ho- hope we'll see some of you, probably, listeners, at the con, assuming we still have them, and uh, we'll be there in less than two weeks, because it's the 5th. And the con starts on the seventeenth. Oh, jeez. At least, at least the setup is like on Thursday, and I have a room, so like I just yeah. have to get my shit down there and then leave on Sunday. It's gonna be real interesting to see how my body reacts to lifting boxes and boxes of books after not doing it for two oh, years oh man i was so fucking tired yesterday after helping set up the t- the booth in weatherford mm. and it's not nearly as heavy shit as books Wibbly arms. yeah i was so fucking tired and like super out of shape because like not like i'm going to a gym full of heavy breathing people right now or really ever again that's kind of a shame since i got covid i was just like fuck it i'm just gonna go to the gym again <laughs> Because, um, like, I'm triple vaccinated and I had COVID. If I'm not immune at this point, I just got problems. Yeah. Plus, we should note that tope. this was after you had gotten over the COVID and were no longer infectious. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> the way you said it, it's like, well, I got COVID. I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who have done that. Yeah. Oh, I know. I like, know. was it my mom that went into Walmart and, like, they had somebody behind them with a grocery cart full of stuff. And they're like, yeah, we tested positive for COVID, so we're just getting a couple things. And it was just uh, like, uh, can I roll you into a dumpster, man? Yeah. I mean, pure Michigan. Pure yeah. Michigan. Uh, I'm a Michigander, so I get to talk shit about my home state. Yes. It's like my old con- home country in the court. Yeah, it's cold, and people have tractors, and speak in weird accents, and... Drink lots of vodka. Yep. How? There's not that much difference between Michigan and Russia. It's just a language. There's a lot of Slavs in in that country. Like they're like, I am descended from Czechs. So yeah, you know, there was some that stayed up north, and then everyone said fuck the cold and came to Texas. So that's why we have you know the Czech stuff down in the west and. 
shine her beer. Like, it's, oh. it's funny, because, like, my grandmother actually had these things that were basically um, kolachkis, but no one knew they were kolachkis, and it wasn't until I moved down here and I found out, wait, these are just kolachkis. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad always called them, like, Yogi Burgers or something like that, because he's a dumbass, and, like, no one had actually written down the name of it ever, yeah, so, so it like, just got This is the down. pastry that Grandma makes. Yeah. Yeah. There was also a lot of Germans in um, Michigan, too, because, like, during World War II, there were a lot of, like, German prison camps um, where the the U.S. sent people from Germany that were soldiers to the United States to be inside of those camps. And then when World War II was over, they were just like, well, we don't want to go back. So they just set up these little enclaves. like, you bombed the shit out of our country. Can we stay here? Well, they were, like, on a farm work program because they were people who had like worked on farms in germany Uh um Mm -hmm. so they like got to know the local people and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, i mean that's kind of how it usually works you end up with you know a diaspora from any group i mean shit we've got like at least one and a half million ukrainians have left the country in the in the intervening week and a half so Mm -hmm. you know that's just how it is i mean shit when katrina happened the city of new orleans lost like several thousand population that's never recovered because a lot lot of them settled in houston as the next major city over i mean that's how a friend of mine ended up here it was like between he got his first taste during katrina he's like you know i'm just gonna move to texas yeah then he met his boyfriend and then he lives in austin cool one of the the gay bronies so we're at like an hour 20 we should probably stop and we continue talking but you know honestly look it's a long episode we're meandering we're talking we're like we're talking about cool shit but there's this cloud of the world happening around us that keeps sneaking into the podcast that we're you know that's just how it is um next week we might be able to record but then the week after that obviously is fiesta and you can just talk to us there we can go to the podcast room and record as if you and Shiva will actually have any time to do that. Is there a podcast <laughs> There is a podcast There's, room. Yeah, huh. yeah. You have to book it, but like if you're a podcast and you're going to do an interview with somebody, you can book time in this space. And it's I think it's up on 37 even because there was a couple just really fucking tiny rooms that wouldn't be useful to anything. But you can set up a, P- a laptop with a microphone mm-hmm. and it should be quieter. Um yeah, so if you're a podcast that's coming to record at the con, or, you know, because there's a million fucking furry podcasts. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's something you can look into. Um, but, yeah, you're going to be busy. I'm going to be busy. She was going to be busy. Like, that's the thing. It's like, oh, you know, I could bring a thing and we could record at a, at a con we go to. And it's like, no, we're not going to fucking do that. That's stupid. We know better. <laughs> I just expect to see no native Texans when I go to furry fiesta. Because yeah. they're all on con staff. It's like, yeah. Yeah. The Texans are running this. You can find the Texans at other conventions. When they can actually have fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, patreon.com slash southpawscast, southpawscast at gmail.com. Just talk to us in person at the con. Um, join the Telegram fan chat. There's a bunch of us, and there's good conversation and good porn. I had somebody say today that, like, hey, you know, one of the good reasons, one of the reasons I'm still sticking around here is that Savern has good taste in porn. It's like, I do. Um, <laughs> and beyond that, you know, go to forplanet.com, go to St. You go to Ajax's for Affinity page because he's writing stories. St. Ajax33 at forinfinity.com. Yeah, St. Ajax33. Uh, read his smut. 
I also have a website called AjaxWriter.com, which just gives you a link to my FA. Well, there you go. It was Ajax Writes, but then somebody stole my URL. Oh, shill, shill, shill. Yeah. That reminds me, I gotta cancel the renewal for a URL that I bought as a joke, and I'm not gonna keep going year after year. Yeah, I had to do that myself. Inflates you big and round? Yes, it goes to the uh, inflation cal- uh, calculator. Nice. How much are you paying for it? It might be worth it. Just <laughs> it's like nine bucks or something. I mean, cons are happening again. That means it can come back in style. Yeah, well, we'll worry anyway, about that. Anyway, go to planet.com. <laughs> and buy some books. Go to Bad Dog Books and buy some ebooks. Um, go to Pet Dogs. I don't know. Give Ajax dad bits on Fur Affinities. <laughs> website page yeah sure <laughs> well they have that like feature where you the can just like, yeah yeah and if you're an it. fa plus member you can rename it to be something other than shinies so for my page it's gives fuzzwolf spanks mine is dad bits god <laughs> well i mean you know that's an innovation that we can stand behind so uh or in front yeah. of depends yeah mm. on that note good night and bye keep books. your stick on the ice <laughs>